This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are talking about a simple reframe that you can make in order to actually level up your strength and conditioning and improve the quality of it that's actually going to help you reach new levels in your sport, reach new levels in your training, and in turn, be able to build that career that you're looking for. And that simple reframe is more training does not equal better. Better training equals better. So this is how we're going to break this down. Why I wanted to bring this to you guys is I see so many athletes every day that plain and simple, they think that all they need to do seven days a week all the time is train. And I understand where the mindset comes from. We live in a culture that, you know, very much embraces that, you know, hustle mentality. And people are always talking about hard work. You have access to social media where athletes at the top levels are sharing hard-looking training sessions, highlight videos, these cool-looking things that you want to be able to replicate. And your thought is, if I want to get to that point, that high-level point that these guys are at, then I need to train every single day to make sure that I get there. Now, what happens, though, is a lot of you guys are taking this way too far to the extreme. Because when you're looking at an athlete's social media, if you're looking at a you know specific athlete you like to follow and you're checking out their social media and you're seeing, you know, they're grinding, they're soaking out their shirt, soaking the sweat out of their shirt onto the floor, all of that. You've got to understand that that's not every single day. That's not seven days a week. That's not three sessions, all three sessions every single day. That's not, that's the highlight. That's the thing that they know is going to have you come on and go, oh, damn, that's so cool. Click that like button and view that video and maybe share that video because it looks motivational. That's not every single session because you're, they are trying to get views with their social media. They're trying to get followers with their social media, the same as most of us out there, right? So you've got to understand that that is not every single session. And the same idea when you're looking at, you know, this hustle culture that we have in the world, don't get me wrong, it's very important and it is very good. I'm glad that the world of high performance sport pushes the idea of hustling, that the world of high performance sport pushes the idea of working fucking hard to achieve a goal because it's necessary. But one thing that is very much not necessary is working so fucking hard that you burn yourself out and destroy your body before you achieve that goal. And that is where we are losing the mark. That is where we are missing the mark. This all gas, no breaks approach to training is not what is going to serve you long term. If your focus is on making your training as hard as possible, you are missing the true purpose of it. I'm going to say that one more time. If your focus is making your training as hard as possible, you're missing the true purpose of training. Because what is the true purpose of training? The true purpose of training is to set you up to succeed in your sport. Yes, hard work is an extremely important part of that. But as an example right now, if you are a professional MMA fighter, 
outside of championship fights, you are fighting for three five-minute rounds with one minute in between. That's what you need to be prepared for. The person who is the best prepared for that is not the one who puts in the most rounds, period. The person who is the best prepared for that is the one who has the best balance of skill, strength, power, speed, and conditioning to go three five-minute rounds. Yes, you need to work hard at this, but you also need to make sure that you're working hard in a way that's preparing you for the task at hand. You're not just grinding for the sake of grinding for the sake of grinding. So today we're going to walk through how to get out of your own way when it comes to training and how to actually properly get yourself ready for competition instead of overdoing it and end up injured and or gassing out early in the competition. Now, what we're going to do, I see a comment coming in saying, I'm a business owner and working long and hard hours is necessary to succeed. Yes, you're absolutely right. If you were listening, I did say hard work is an extremely important part of the process. But when you're training for competition, the goal of training for competition is to be prepared for the competition, not to just be the one who puts in the most hours. If you're spending more hours doing the wrong shit, that's not getting you ready. If you're grinding just for the sake of grinding and someone else is making better use of their time, they're going to be able to get better results in less time. So hard work, very important part of it. Being able to be more efficient, even more important. So what we need to break down first here is that your goal, as, as an example, with the professional MMA fighter, like we talked about, your goal is to fight a three five-minute round fight. So understand that the most hours doesn't win. The one who wins is the one who is best prepared for a three five-minute round fight. Going the hardest doesn't best improve your skills. Going the hardest doesn't best improve your conditioning. Being the last one out of the gym does not mean that you got the most out of your training. It just means you were the last one out of the gym. So if we're going to make better use of the time that you're spending training, what do we need to start making sure you're doing? Number one, we need to make sure you are getting fucking strong. A lot of athletes out there are spending all this time working on their skills. And don't get me wrong. Again, very important piece of the puzzle. But if you have all the skills in the world and then the guy you end up facing has good skills, but is able to beat you to the punch, is able to get shots off faster, is able to evade you because he's moving quicker, you are going to fall behind that person. You are going to give that person a chance to beat you simply because they are more athletic than you are. So yes, you need to make sure that the skills are there, but the stamina is extremely important as well. The cardio to be able to go those three five-minute rounds is extremely important as well which leads us perfectly into point number two, which is proper conditioning. Now, when it comes to conditioning for combat sports, I see so many of you guys out there that just think the more hours I run, the better prepared I'll be. But again, think about the pace. When you go for an hour long run, think about the pace you're running at. It's going to be slow. It's going to be consistent. No one can push a hard pace for a full hour. It's just not the way it goes. However, when you are fighting for five minutes, you need to be explosive and then you need to be able to relax and then recover and explode again. So the conditioning work you do needs to reflect that. If all the conditioning work you do is slower pace, longer duration, slower pace, longer duration, and then you expect that you're going to be able to use that work to explode 
and then relax and then explode and then relax, you won't. You need conditioning work to actually make sure that you are better preparing for the duration of the fight. So what you need to do and what you need to make sure that you're doing within your training is changing up your conditioning. So yes, the longer duration, lower intensity stuff is important. What that does is that builds up your gas tank. However, you still got to keep in mind, it's a 15 minute fight. If it's a 15 minute fight, the more hours, the better is not the approach here. You've got to make sure that you are well conditioned to have a gas tank that can go for 15 minutes at a high pace. That's it. So that doesn't mean just running for three, five minute rounds with one minute of rest in between. But that means focusing on the aerobic energy system. And if you're not sure how to do that, make sure to shoot me a DM so we can talk about it a little more in order to build up the size of the gas tank. And then from there, as you get closer to the fight, this is going to trigger some people too. You do not need to drastically ramp up your training if you are actually in shape. What you need to do is switch up the focus of your training. So instead of these aerobic focus sessions, building up the size of the gas tank. As we get closer and closer to the actual fight, we need to focus on how well you're using the gas tank. So that means making sure that what you need to do is you need to make sure that you're focused on your conditioning being explosive, full recovery, and then explosive again. So the way you're going to do this is in shorter explosive bursts. So one of my favorite sessions, one of my favorite tools with athletes when it comes to this is the air bike. 10 to 12 seconds at absolutely 100%, followed by the rest of that minute rest, repeated for only 8 to 12 rounds. Because again, it doesn't need to perfectly mimic 15 minutes. What it needs to do is have you at absolute 100%. And if you are at absolute 100% for the duration of every one of those sets, you are effectively training that explosive ability that you need in the fight. So again, it doesn't have to be a three-hour long conditioning session. 12 minutes, 10 to 12 minutes, and you are going to be able to properly condition your anaerobic system, that ability to explode, relax, and explode again. And you're going to be able to properly condition that system in order to better step into the ring or better step into the cage. So obviously this is a breakdown in a podcast, guys, there's more to it. If you want more information on that, make sure you shoot me a message so we can talk a little bit more in depth, but I don't want to sit here and spend 45 minutes breaking down that exact point. So we're going to move on to the next one. The next piece of the puzzle guys is recovery. I hear so many people with such a fucked up idea of what recovery actually stands for. You know, oh, yeah, sleep is for the week. Oh, rest days are for pussies. No days up. That's honestly, there's no nicer way to say it. That's fucking stupid. Your body needs recovery to be able to last. Your body needs recovery to be able to last. If you are not recovering, you are not improving. If your body's sore and things are feeling tight, you need to spend time just focusing on them. Don't just push through it and start talking to everybody about what a warrior you are, because sure, you might feel tough in the moment, but when you get to the fight and everything's broken and bruised and feeling like shit, you're not going to fight very well. And again, coming back to the beginning of the episode, the goal of training is not to flex on everyone of how hard you work, how much more you work than they do. The goal of training is to be successful when you compete. And so part of that is allowing your body to recover. 
Part of that is allowing your body the time it needs in order to actually recover, actually recharge, and actually be ready for a new week of training. And if you don't give yourself a recovery day, that's not going to happen. You're not going to feel better when the fight actually comes around. You're just going to beat yourself up, beat yourself up, beat yourself up. And then when you're down here at the bottom, at your lowest, feeling your worst because you're so beat up, now you're going to say, okay, go out and perform. And then you're going to wonder why you're not performing at your best. So allow yourself recovery days during your training camp, during your off season, and make sure that you are sticking to those. And if you're able to stick to those, you're going to feel better while you train. You're going to get more out of your sessions. And guys, in turn, you're going to make progress faster, not slower. Those aren't a day off. That's an important part of your training week. So what I need to ask you and the way I like to frame recovery days to my athletes is do you want to be a warrior or do you want to win your fight? Because that is the importance of recovery. You can train seven days a week, three times a day and talk to everybody about how fucking tough you are, or you can train properly and you can win your fucking fights and actually have a good career because the guy who is healthy and recovered has the best opportunity to implement their skills and implement their game plan at the highest level. And in turn has the best opportunity to win their fight. One other thing I need you guys to understand as well is doing the most skill work isn't necessarily beneficial. If you've been doing this for a few times, uh, if you've been if you've been competing in this sport for a few years, you have a good handle on a lot of your skills. So don't get me wrong. And I'm going to put a big disclaimer here. This is not me telling you not to train your skills. I know how the Internet works. You hear something and you go. This is not me telling you not to train your skills. What I need you guys to understand is that the goal of skill training is to improve the skills. Spending three hours hitting pads at half-ass speed, kind of going through it just to say you went through it, isn't going to be as beneficial as spending 45 minutes hitting pads focused on improving a certain skill back come, that's going to come back and help you in the sport. So instead of just putting in the hours, the way you change this is you put intention behind the hours that you are putting in. Intention on the skills you are trying to improve when you are actually putting the time in. So this is how you get more out of the training. So again, I'm not sitting here saying don't train your skills. I'm not sitting here saying skill training isn't important. I'm not sitting here saying that it's not beneficial, blah, 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 blah. Be intentional with it. Don't do it for the sake of doing it. Do it with the actual thought in mind. This is what I'm going to go in and improve. This is what I'm going to work on. And when I finish working on this, I'm out. And that's the way you're going to get the most out of those hours. So the important thing you guys need to take away from all of this is that what you need to do is you need to balance the skill work with getting stronger, with being more powerful, and with being in better shape. There's a lot that goes into this if you want to prepare at the highest level. This allows you to not only improve your skills, but implement them at the highest level in the fight. Now, one thing I need you guys to really take from that is that, yes, the skills are important, but like I said before, if you've got the skills, but I'm able to implement faster than you in every area, you're giving me a shot at winning that I shouldn't have. So if you're able to have both high-level skills, speed, power, strength, conditioning, all of it, that's going to be the guy that wins. So 
the reframe coming back to the title of the episode that I need you guys to really take away from this one is that you need to stop focusing on doing more work and start focusing on doing better work. Have intention behind what you're doing. And by having intention behind what you're doing and truly thinking about when you're going into a training session, what is this training session going to do to benefit me? Am I just going in to sweat and work hard and talk about what a fucking champion I am? Or am I going in with an actual plan of what I'm trying to improve and how it's going to help me become a better athlete? If you can do that and you can do that consistently, you're going to see better results and you are going to build that career that you're after. So that is it for me. I appreciate all of you who tuned in live or on the replay. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. My ask of you, as always, is if you got value from the show today, share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with someone you know needs to hear this message. So thank you. I appreciate you all for tuning in. But that is all. That is it. And we're out. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.